Welcome to the Presentation Boss Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kate Norris. And I'm Thomas Craft. Whether you're pitching your business, speaking at a work meeting, or on the stage, we're here to help you present with clarity and confidence. This is episode 44 of the Presentation Boss Podcast. Late last year, we had a listener question episode, and most of those questions we've continued thinking about, and today we're going to continue the discussion on one of those in a little bit more depth. Yeah, so the question was, what is the one thing that separates a bad talk from a good talk? And our answer was that a good talk has an audience focus and a clear message. Hmm. But what we thought we'd do today is actually expand on that and work out How do you actually have an audience focus and how do you make sure that your message is clear? How do you know who you're speaking to and how do you refine that message? We do have a process for analyzing exactly who your audience is and refining your message in the planning stage of putting together a presentation. One of the indicators of a bad or an ineffective presentation, and I'm sure you've had this experience, is you walk away from having sat in that presentation and you wonder at the end of it, what was that all about? Or what was the point of that presentation? You haven't understood anything from it. Yeah, it just kind of feels like someone is just talking. Mm. But on the flip side, you've probably also walked away from a presentation and at the end could very clearly say to someone who wasn't there, this is exactly what they talked about which is the sign of someone who has thought about their audience and their message. It's kind of like when you go to a conference or a presentation or something and you come away and you're like, oh, you've got to see this speaker. They talked about this and then they talked about this and how we've got to do this. And you know exactly what the takeaways were from their presentation. And I think that's really the indicator of a good presentation is when you can then go and tell someone else about it and tell them what they talked about. So you want your audience to leave having remembered something. If we look at this from the presenter's point of view, if you don't know what it is that you want to communicate clearly, your audience never will. Mm. As we kick into this, let's understand what we mean when we say message. And it is simply the one line or the one sentence that someone would use to explain the takeaways from your presentation. Mm. And we talk about this when we do our speech breakdowns on this podcast, the question we ask ourselves at the end of every presentation is, what is that one takeaway message? What is that one sentence that would summarize, describe that talk? So we're going to run through how to analyze your audience and how to refine your message. You should start with knowing your audience and refining your message and spending the bulk of your planning time getting it right. Yeah. So often we see the bulk of the planning becomes, right, I've got this presentation to do, sit down, open up PowerPoint. Oh no. (laughs) And start creating slides. But it's worth saying that this process happens way before you go near PowerPoint. Mm, This is step one. Yep. And sometimes when we're coaching, the first thing that they'll do is send us their slide deck and (laughs) say, this is my presentation. And we have to really pull back and say, no, no, let's not go anywhere near your PowerPoint yet. Mm. We need to start with your message and your audience. So we do this in our workshops. We do this in our coaching. This is basically always where we start with a presentation. And I will just note, we're battling planes here. I don't live under a flight path, but I live quite close to the Brisbane airport. So we do get planes 
quite frequently and it's 10am in the morning at the moment and I think it's just peak hour at the airport. <laughs> we have to stop every couple of minutes for a, another plane to go past. Yeah, so I'll edit out any little bits of plane. It's also, we've had a week of rain, so the birds here are going nuts. So if you hear birds in the background or what sounds like crazed monkeys, that's just the birds. Um, all right, <laughs> but uh, let's get stuck into it. So we're going to split this out into analyzing your audience, first of all. And then we're going to get stuck into how to define and refine that message, what it is that you're going to communicate to your audience. So let's start with analyzing your audience. All right. So when you're giving a presentation, whether you're at work giving an internal presentation or an external presentation, if you're on a main stage, it doesn't really matter where. It's easy to have a blanket statement and to say something like, oh, there's a whole mix of people in the room. But really, you need to identify who are the primary individuals to whom you'll be speaking to. Who are the most important people in that room? Identify who they actually are and have a really solid think about what do they care about? What is keeping them up at night? What is the one thing that they want solved? So why don't we have a couple of examples? If you're presenting to a board, What they're going to be most concerned about is the performance of that company. So you need to make sure that whatever you're speaking about relates to the performance of the company. Or if we look at like external presentations, uh, I, I was talking to a guy recently and his company sells equipment to mines, just equipment to mines. And he knew that what they were concerned about was to do with maintenance. They didn't want to put too many men, too many hours into maintaining equipment wearouts or breakdowns. So if we think about that a little bit deeper, what they're really worried about is productivity. Mm. So what what did his potential client worry about? Productivity and not investing too much money into equipment wearouts and breakdowns. Hmm. So there's two areas that you will ask yourself about your audience. And the first one is what is their current state? And what do you want their end state to be? So we look at current state first. What do they currently know about your topic? The second is what do they currently think about it? What are their attitudes towards it? And the third one is what do they do? So what are their actions in relation to your topic? So the first one, what do they currently know about your topic? So this is going to speak to their knowledge around your topic. Do they have a pretty sort of high level understanding and they kind of get uh, the big picture? Or are they uh, maybe really down in the detail and understand the numbers and the nuance and the discourse around this particular topic? And then what do they currently think? So like you said, this is about attitudes. Do they have attitudes, thoughts, opinions, preconceived ideas around this particular topic? What's going on in their head around what they think about this topic? Mm. And even so far as is that a positive attitude or a negative attitude? doesn't necessarily need to be super specific, but certainly understanding if it's positive or negative. Mm. And then what do they currently do? Is there action they take around this topic? Do they have habits or uh, processes or something that influences what their actions are and what they do in relation to your topic? So let's say, for example, maybe you're a speaker on health. Maybe you're a dietitian or a nutritionist or something and talking about health. What your audience might know is that they should eat healthy, but they don't necessarily know exactly what to eat. They might not know exactly how much they should be eating, those sorts of things. What do they think? 
They think that it's all a little bit too hard at the moment. Healthy eating is difficult, it's expensive, it's time-consuming. And so as a result, what do they do? And then as a result, what do they do? So they might eat a lot of convenience foods, things that are cheap but aren't necessarily nutritionally sound. So that's their current state. And then you've got to look at where would you like your audience to be? Where do you want to move them to? Mm. It's only when you stop and think about what your audience currently knows, thinks and does that you can then start to define what you want them to know, think, and do. Only when you know those two bookmarks can you actually make movement in the middle to push them towards that. Mm. So as a result, you'll ask yourself the question, what do I want them to know? So they already know that they should be eating healthier. You don't probably have to tell them you should be eating healthier. Where the gap in the knowledge might be is that maybe they don't understand what happens if you don't eat healthy. Like everyone knows, eat better. Not everyone understands the implications if you don't. So it's really important for you to understand what that knowledge gap is. And then you've got to look at what they think, their attitudes. So currently they think that it's too hard, too expensive, too time consuming. So then you've really got to address that it doesn't have to be difficult, time consuming, expensive. That's what you want them to think, that it's not so taxing. That's what you want them to think. And then what do you want them to do? You want them to make better food choices. Yeah. They're currently making poor food choices. You want them to make better food choices. So now we can really understand the gaps in their knowledge, the gaps in their attitude, the gaps in their actions. So then your whole message and your talk can start to fill those gaps gives you some solid direction on what you're going to be talking about precisely. Mm. So some other things that may affect your audience analysis, not always, don't get too caught up on it, but consider some things like the demographics of your audience. This is things like gender, age, ethnicity, cultural background, you name it, the general demographics. The number of people in the room or the number of people in the audience, something to think about. The dynamics in the room, is this uh, one cohesive intimate team or is it a number of individuals? Is there some animosity going on? Is there one person's opinion that everyone else is going to defer to? Mm, Yeah. And then are these sort of um, some people who are going to be very interested in the detail and the nitty gritty of your topic or are they a bit more high level and sort of just interested in that 10,000 foot overview? Um, So there's probably more questions that may affect you as well. Like I said, don't get too caught up on them. They may affect your audience analysis, but they don't always come into play. Yeah, it's certainly worth being aware if any of those factors are going to greatly impact what your audience knows, thinks and does. Yeah. So to get started on having a good presentation, if you can spend some time analyzing your audience and knowing who it is you're communicating to, because different people will care about different things and need different things in a presentation. So ask yourself the question, what is it that they do care about? What's keeping them up at night? And then those three questions about what do they currently know? What do they currently think? And what do they currently do? Which gives you your starting place, where you want them to land. What do I want them to know? What do I want them to think? And what do I want them to do? Gives you the goal. It gives you those two bookends that you can fill the gap with your presentation And then if there's some other things that are going to significantly impact uh, how you communicate with this audience, think about uh, some of those questions, demographics, number of people, dynamics, and the level of detail thereafter. And you're going to have a very decent view 
an analysis of your audience before you even begin. So that the next question I normally get asked on this is how long should an analyzing your audience actually take? And our answer is very annoying, which is it depends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if this is a group that you speak to regularly, you're probably going to have a really good idea on who they are. And this process might only take you five minutes. We're not asking this process to take hours of work. It's literally just about bringing those thoughts to the front of your mind and organizing them somewhat. It shouldn't be a long process. If you don't know your audience, you might need to do a little bit of research, in which case it might take 15, 20 minutes. It still shouldn't be hours and hours of work. And then like any skill, because this is a skill, the other factor that's going to affect it is practice. The more that you do this, the quicker it will just naturally become because you'll always have those questions in the back of your mind and they'll just be there ready Mm. to bring up the answer. But what you definitely do need to do is give it some time. Like stop and think about these questions. Give it the time to plan this properly. Yeah. And honestly, if you only have 10 minutes because you've managed to leave this to the absolute very last minute, spend five of those minutes thinking about this. Don't spend that 10 minutes creating your PowerPoint. Dedicate five minutes to thinking about your audience. So now that you know your audience, where are you putting your other five minutes? I would put it into message. I really honestly think that all of your planning time should be taken up with analyzing your audience and refining your message. So let's talk about maybe defining and refining your message. Mm. Sometimes when we're coaching someone and we ask them what their talk is about, they kind of describe the talk and what they're going to be talking about in about four to five minutes or four to five paragraphs. And so one of the first things that we really push them for is to get that one message. The presenter needs to be clear on uh, what that message is. And the message is that one line that someone would use to describe the takeaway of the presentation. And that, that one sentence is the message and the message is one sentence. And it can be a really big leap between that sort of big description of what the talk is going to be about and a succinct message. So how do we start to make that leap? How do you get all of that knowledge, all of those thoughts and ideas that are in someone's head down into one simple sentence? So we call this your sticky note message. If you're a regular listener to our podcast, you've heard us talking about sticky note messages before. And the idea is that you are able to write your message on a post-it note. On a sticky note, yeah. On a sticky note. Just the standard palm size sticky note. And you need to be able to write it with maybe a texter. And we just specify that because... We get some people who are really clever and they get a pen and write in really small writing and they can still fit three paragraphs on their sticky note. That's cheating. You need to be able to write. (laughs) You need to be able to write it with a texter. Yeah. It can still be a fairly long sentence, but don't cheat and write yourself a paragraph. (laughs) And then what we do is we have that sticky note as the core of all of your presentation planning and design. It sits there on the side of your book or on the side of your monitor, whether you're typing or writing or outlining. And every single thing that you say, every story, every fact. Every PowerPoint slide. Yeah, needs to make sure that it is supporting that message. And this is really helpful if you've got a head full of information. If you've spent 20 years studying something 
or in a job, if you're an expert in a topic and you have 10 minutes to talk about something, there is no way you can get 20 years of knowledge into 10 minutes. So this is really helpful for really just cutting out anything that's going to take you off topic. Because when you know so much, it's so easy to go off onto a tangent, off into something that's not quite relevant for this talk. And we find that the sticky note message really helps to keep on track. And the reason we say a sticky note is kind of like you hinted towards, Kate, you stick it on the side of your computer monitor when you're later outlining your presentation. And you can ask yourself the question, does what I'm saying here push that message a little bit further into my audience's mind? If it doesn't, it makes it a really easy decision to cut out that story or that detail. Yeah. And we talk about presentations being all about decisions. What do you put in? What do you take out? So we write down that sentence and and we did promise that we'd talk about how to refine a message because often it does need refinement. So you're going to write it down so that we can edit it. Write it down and we're going to look at it objectively. Now, there's a few questions uh, that you can ask yourself around how to get this message right. Now, I'm going to go through a few questions you can ask yourself. And as you think about them, you can go back and edit that first message that you wrote down. So some of the things you might ask yourself, is my message a short, simple sentence that's able to fit onto a sticky note? Not with a really sharp pencil, but with a decent sized pen. Is my message written in simple conversational language? That is, making sure it doesn't have really big complex words in it. Simple conversational language. Third, is my message action-oriented? It's generally not helpful to have a message which is interesting and people just nod and say, hmm, okay. It actually needs to be action-oriented. Looking back at what does my audience know, think, and do? What's the movement I'm trying to get in their knowledge, their understanding, and their actions? Next question, is my message relevant and important to my audience? So this is, again, why we've done that audience analysis. Is this message important and relevant to them? Is my message memorable in some way? That is, is it important enough that people are going to remember it? Next question, does my message speak to what I want my audience to know, think, and or do? If it's sort of pushing to something that uh, we didn't identify in the audience analysis, then we need to think about that. Does my message make sense to a friend or colleague? So this can be really helpful. Get somebody you trust, send them your message, and get them to have a look at it. Does it make sense to them? Does it sort of pass that little sanity check of a trusted friend or colleague? And does my message communicate just one idea? Is it specific? So a topic could be very broad, you know, whatever topic you're speaking about, but that one idea, specific, one thing that we want the audience to take away from this presentation. So there's a few questions you can ask yourself from when you initially write down your message. You can go back, ask yourself these questions, uh, give it a bit of a tick and flick, cross out some words, add in some words, readjust as necessary, and run it by a friend to make sure that you've got this message right. Now, what we're going to do is in the show notes for this episode, we're actually going to put down uh, a the message refiner template that we use and share in our workshops and our coaching. If you click on that link, we will email it out to you. And you'll have this tool that we use to refine messages in our workshops and coaching. So let's play out an example here. And let's go back to, uh, we're talking about the healthy eating audience Mm. analysis we did before. Yeah. Yeah. So you might be thinking to yourself, hey, I want to 
talk to my audience about, you know, those consequences of not eating healthy, that it's actually not hard or expensive or time consuming uh, and, you know, that they, they can make good food choices. Yeah, so that's really long. So pull that down to one sentence. Yeah, that's sort of just a lot of ideas. So we need to write that down as one sentence, which might be... Healthy eating for everyday health. Healthy eating for everyday health, yeah. Hmm. Is that wrong? No, no, that's not wrong. Is it... Strong? No, No, it's not. It's maybe not the best version of a message you could have, but it's a starting point. So we write it down, and now we can go through those messages. Like, is it short... Yes. Is it action-oriented? No. Does it communicate just one idea? No. It's actually quite vague. That's sort of more of a topic Mm. or a subject, isn't it? Is it relevant to my audience? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It is going to fit some criteria. Does it make sense to a friend or colleague? Yep, probably would. Yeah. But if you go through all of these questions and start to refine that message a little bit... And I think that's the point that we're trying to make, is that it is a process. Mm. You don't need to get it straight away. You do want to workshop it quite a lot and to... And to spend some time and energy getting this right. And so then you might end up with a message like... These three strategies will make good food choices achievable for you. Yeah. Again, is it strong? I think it's stronger, for sure. So if we have a look at those questions, how we workshop through it. And and you know what? If you went through all of these questions, might you get something a little bit different? Probably. Yeah, probably. (laughs) But this is what we've got. Is my message short, simple sentence that fits on a sticky note? Yep. Yeah. Is it written in simple conversational language? I believe so. Is it action-oriented? Yeah. Does it speak to what I want my audience to know, think, and do? Yep. Yeah. Uh, would it make sense to a friend or colleague? Yeah. And I think the most important thing is that it's communicating one idea. So if you had that next to your computer, you're talking about these three strategies will make good food choices achievable for you. If any story is not part of one of those strategies is not part of the importance of these strategies, is not driving that message, out it goes. And it makes it really, as we've been saying, makes it really easy to make those decisions of what goes in, what goes out. It's, again, such a case of you need to apply some time to this. And most of your planning time should go into audience focus and message. And like we said, it doesn't have to take forever. We're not talking about hours and hours of work, but you need to give it some time and slow down and think about it because that's going to fast track you to a good presentation. So after you've analyzed your audience, you go through this process of refining your message, which is to write it down so that you have something to edit. Ask yourself uh, those questions around your message and scribble out, add words, take words out and make sure that you get it right. And a reminder that if you check out the show notes and click on the link in there, we will email you our message refiner template. I think also we'll chuck in our audience analysis guide and then you'll have the tool that we use in our workshops and coaching to make sure that the planning of your presentation starts right. Yeah. So those couple of resources have all of the questions you should be asking about your audience and about your message and helps you step through that process. Yes, that's it. So when we get asked, what's the difference between a bad presentation and a good presentation? This is the difference about knowing your audience and refining your message. And today has been exactly how to go about that. So hopefully that's been of value. Go ahead, use it, and I'm sure you'll see a difference in the quality of your presentations. Thanks for listening to today's show. We'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes. If you'd like to know more, check out presentationboss.com.au slash podcast, where you'll find the show notes for today with links to everything we've discussed. If you have any questions about presentations that you'd like us to discuss, get in touch by emailing us 
at podcast at presentationboss.com.au. We're always happy to hear your thoughts or take suggestions for future episodes. Most importantly, we rely on you to share the information of this podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please recommend us to a friend. Have a great week. So we do this in our workshops, we do this in our coaching. You're battling that plane. It's bad, man. Yeah. Cloud cover too, they're lower.